Hello and welcome to Engaging the Culture. My name is Josh Seaton. I'm the youth pastor at LifePoint Church in Prescott Valley, Arizona. It's so good to be with you uh, again. Man, it's been uh, a couple weeks now <laughs> and it's kind of crazy to think that um, that stuff has gotten so crazy that it's just been it's just been this wild. Um, I'm actually not going to do a sermon recap uh, this week because I just kind of wanted to uh, share a little bit about what uh, what has been going on and uh, how how that's been affecting uh, doing this show and 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 uh, getting everybody uh, the content and stuff that they want, especially youth students and and leaders and and pastors and stuff. But um, yeah, so so when this thing hit. Uh, I had just done my pilot episode the week before, and then stuff started changing. And um, I believe I recorded the first one about how stuff was uh, looking like like uh, very, you know, um, the terms and conditions were going to be a little different as far as like um, I just think sports like the NCAA tournament was going to be played, but it was going to be no fans, and uh, there were already some some places doing it. I'm a huge wrestling fan, if you don't know. Love me some wrestling. And uh, it's it's nice, too, because uh, my fiancé's uncle loves wrestling, so me and him text all the time. And uh, one of my youth pastor friends, actually, the youth pastor who helped teach me when I was an intern, he loves wrestling, so we talk it up whenever we can, and it's always nice. But um, they, they did, you know, shows with empty arenas. And so we thought that that's where it was going to be. And then it progressed even further. And, and then we, uh, we had Mike to talk about that and, uh, things just got really, um, you know, really wild, really fast. And I noticed, um, with my job personally, like, uh, things have, have just increased as far as the workload of uh, what we're doing, you know, producing a service, uh, especially a premiere, like a uh, preloaded video that you're not doing a live stream of, like it is a ton of work when it comes to filming, scheduling everybody for filming, uh, making sure that you're getting uh, audio right, filming right, uh, editing is on point, uh, making sure everything is just there and crisp and ready to go and trying to communicate with all those people. It's been a lot of work. And to be honest, uh, it's, it's, I, I relocated my podcasting equipment here and I'm thankful that I did because had I not, I would never be able to record. Like it's so nice to, to have it finally at the church, but, um, but yeah, like it's the workload has just been increasing uh, a ton and it's stuff that I didn't expect, especially doing that first episode saying we're going to do a uh, weekly, weekly um, uh, podcast and everything. So what we're going to do is uh, we are going to have next week, uh, we are going to have two podcasts to catch up. I missed um, a, a couple weeks here with um, with everything and, and um, actually this is the second week that I missed and, and, and still missed the upload date. We have uh, this episode coming up on a Saturday instead of a Friday. Um, and so it's been almost, it's been a little over two weeks since I've really recorded. And uh, I, I want to just let you guys know, I'm still looking at doing a weekly format, uh, just got behind in this new workload and everything was, is going to continue to uh, to come out at the time that it's going to come out and uh, that it's advertised on Fridays. And um, yeah, we're just really looking forward to it. But but I wanted you guys to be in the know if you guys are listening to it, maybe you enjoy uh, the concept and the things that we're doing. And I know all of the content and everything has been surrounded by COVID, but guess what? That's where the culture is at. So this this is engaging the culture and uh, talking about all these different things that you as students can 
uh, can hear and, and, and take forward, or maybe you're a leader, maybe you're a parent, and uh, you're just trying to look through some of these areas, like this is what is affecting everybody right now, and there's a lot of different areas, so, so uh, we unpacked um, the main one on my end of just how to our Christian response. Uh, then we kind of talked about engaging and interacting with a new world with, uh, with, uh, pastor Mike, uh, the lead pastor here at life point. And I'm actually really excited about our guest, uh, coming on, uh, later on. And, and that is because it's my lovely fiance and, uh, we're just going to be kind of talking about work ethic and how to really maintain that, how to keep your workload, um, manageable and, and just how work is changing and, and what we're supposed to really do about it. And I think that that's going to be, uh, really beneficial for those people who are, uh, their work has been shifted. Maybe you're, maybe you're laid off, maybe you're unemployed. I, I, I don't know what you're, uh, what your situation is looking like. Maybe you're just a student and that's all you've got right now. And uh, even that is kind of getting discouraging because who wants to uh, finish school this way? Like nobody, even even non-seniors. I know seniors are really digging and uh, uh, trying to dig in with that and, and make it happen. But it's it's tough for even, even non-seniors as well. So I get that. I just wanted to take this time to let you guys know that we still have our uh, LifePoint Youth Audio podcasts that are still going up. Uh, you can listen to our messages there. You can also, in this time especially, check out our video, man. We've been able to uh, do a video of all of our um, all of our uh, uh, sermons and things like that. So you can listen to it on the, on the podcast or you can go to our Facebook page at LifePoint Youth and actually watch them and interact with us each and every Wednesday at 7 uh, is when we premiere those videos. And, and I'm in the chat room, and, and we have a good time there. It's it's a lot of fun and um, love the engagement and the interaction that we've been getting. And you, you're more than welcome to come through. Um, you know, this is a cool time to check out. Maybe you're looking for ideas and you need to know. Uh, we would love to be able to contact and get in contact and, and talk about some of those things, man. It's it's uh it's it's really crazy with how much stuff is is being changed and flipped up and uh we're just wanting to be ahead of it and to try to resource other people as well so uh i just wanted to give you a quick update about the show what was happening um how i'm you know personally handling all this and and uh just letting you know that moving forward we're still going on uh still going i, I haven't lost this and and uh, really, really looking forward to, to what's to come. Uh, stick around. We don't have any announcements or any news. Um, and I, I honestly probably won't be doing that segment too terribly much. Whenever it's necessary, I will, but, but probably not um, every single week. But, um, but yeah, stick around and, and take a listen to this conversation that I have with, with Macy. It is incredible. And um, it is a good time to, to, it's a good time for people to figure out how to uh, work and and live and and uh, you know just keep keep your head down and, and keep moving with all this. So uh, I'm gonna get a ha- go ahead and get off and, and sign off and uh, we'll come back here in a little bit with uh, Macy, my guest. Thank you. Back to engaging the culture. Uh, I said I was really excited 
about my guest today and the reason why is because it's my beautiful fiance. Everybody can say hi. Well, actually, they can't say hi, but you can say hi to, to other people. It's, it's Macy. Hey, guys. What's up? So good to, to have you here. And um, man, it's just really fun. Like you've been really supportive in me. And I know it's been a few weeks since we've been able to get in the studio, the podcasting studio, a.k.a. the cry room at the church. Uh, <laughs> but it's so good to, to have you here. And I think the topic that we're going to be kind of tackling today is something right up your alley. It's really looking at work ethic and, and hard work and how work is changing and all sorts of stuff. And the reason I say that is because you're probably one of the hardest workers that I know. I know you're rolling your eyes, but it's true. Uh, and and you've also worked in a lot of different uh, capacities and, and things like that. So if you could just kind of walk us through where what you were doing before COVID and then kind of how that is changing your work schedule and work week as well. Um, yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know, I am currently the program director of a nonprofit uh, based in Prescott, Arizona. Um, it's called Northern Arizona Dream Center, and we provide housing to young adults aging out of foster care. And uh, so I'm the program director for that. And so, um, luck, uh, you know, I'm lucky. I've always kind of worked remote. Um, and so the whole working online and having to work from a distance isn't new to me. Um, but I was holding normal office hours um, as well as some other volunteer meetings and other, other stuff like that on the side. And so uh, once COVID hit, it really obviously shifted to I don't I don't hold office hours anymore uh our our main office is basically closed to the public I can go in and you know do some work or grab some paperwork if I need it but for the most part we're re- we really are working from home and um so yeah it's just really shifted everything to be really online and uh, and then as well I've just sort of kind of started helping out with doing our production and our editing for our churches our church has made a giant leap from almost no online presence to being 100% online, um, kind of jumping on board with that effort. And so, um, you know, my normal work schedule sort of, I don't know, kind of stayed the same. Uh, but as far as the volunteering on the side, uh, has, I've been a lot more busy with, with that. So are you doing more work? Or are you doing more volunteering right now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe a little more volunteering. <laughs> exactly. Um, than work. Granted, I do get to live at work. Uh, I live at the home, and so yeah. I sort of can it's work true. from home and do editing. So it's, it's true. a little bit of both at the same time. It's true. So a lot, a lot changed, but a lot, at the same time, a lot didn't for you and for for other people. I'm sure that it's it's crazy for a lot of people yeah. who are maybe not used to this, or or you know, school teachers and stuff. We'll get into schools a little bit later, but. Um, in your personal opinion, are are things getting um, are things getting busier, or are they getting? Are you able to find more pockets of rest in this time? I know a lot of people are at home quarantined and and hanging out with you know their families and things like that. But then there's a lot of people who um, who are using this time to really focus in on work. Mm-hmm. And so, in your opinion, uh, do you think people are finding more rest or finding more business? Um, you know, I kind of, I think it kind of dep- depends on the person. Um, I know for me, like I said, I kind of jumped into, into some more volunteer opportunities. And so I personally have to be way more intentional about my, my times of rest because I actually feel like I don't have as much leeway in my schedule. Um, 
I know that sounds really weird, uh, but I have to be far more intentional about that, those periods of rest because work is at home. And so it's really easy when um, you're not going into an office to work outside of your normal office hours. Yeah. You, you can tend to overwork or spend more time doing tasks. And I think, um, I know for me, I, my mind gets into a different space when I'm at the office. Like It's like being in a different physical spot actually puts my mind in a different headspace. And when you're working at home, it's really hard to get your mind to go into that same headspace for when sure. it's used to being attached to a location that you're no longer at. And so I've also found that working from home, I'm not as productive because I'm at home. So there's laundry to do or there's cleaning that needs to be done or there's just different tasks that are staring me more in the face while I'm at home. So when I'm For trying sure. to work and, you know, on work work and not just housework, it's kind yeah. of hard to compete, you know, yeah. the competing thoughts and the tasks that are at hand. So, yeah. Um, I, yeah. yeah. I know for me it's, like, it's been busier because my, my like, I'm truly – and, and, and I don't say this because, like, I'm trying to run from youth ministry or anything because I'm really not. You know me and you know my heart and stuff like that. But but my job title in this season, like, I'm still a youth pastor. It hasn't changed at all. But right. very much my functions are completely different. Yeah. And so, like, for me, this is the, the busiest that I have ever been at the church. Mm-hmm. One, because I, I've been here for around a year. So I'm just starting to really settle in and find my footing. But... But there's also this other aspect of like job titles changing. I think of you with editing and, and doing all the stuff you're doing for the church. Like truly your job has completely changed from from what it's what it's been like. And so um, you find I find myself more more busy yeah. and it's harder for me to find uh, to find rest just in all honesty. And then you look at trying to connect with people and trying to, to meet them on their terms and their times. And it's just, it's really, really difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but, but at the same time, it's, it's frustrating because you're at home or you're at a place of seclusion or there's not a whole lot of people there. So you can kind of take those elements of rest. It's just hard to find those pockets for, for me, at least. I don't know if, if that's, if you feel that way as well, but I definitely do. Well, and there's always the other side of that where um, those tasks that are normally, you know, done in an office where you're in the right headspace and you're trying to do it at at your home. Yeah, for sure. um, It's harder to be more productive. And so you can also go on the flip side where it's actually harder to find those pockets of productivity over rest. And so I think uh, it's it's obviously a a balance you have to find um, and a balance you have to be intentional with and making sure that you do – you know, kind of treat, you know, maybe you, you find a desk in the yeah. spare room or in your kitchen where like when you're at that desk, that's your workspace. Yeah. And that's like, designated you know, you stuff. designate spaces um, and then really being intentional about like, I'm going to start work at the same time every day. And when it gets to five or four or six, whatever you're used to getting off of For work, sure. you can really like say, Hey, I am done. And I'm going to like step away from the desk and, yeah. and leave work. Um, but it does, it just takes more intentionality uh, with our scheduling now than it did before. Yeah, so. yeah for sure. So we've kind of been talking about the adult um, space in, in work and work ethic and how job titles change. And obviously adults are important, especially in youth ministry and, and talking with students, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a youth pastor, or a leader, volunteer, whatever. Like th- these are all important things, but but there's also that element that students are walking through mm-hmm. um, that we hear. I, I've, I've never heard uh, students uh, talk so openly about how bored they are 
That's true. Like most of the time, like they're always doing something or whatever. I think yeah. of one student we have who, if he's listening, he knows he knows exactly who he is. But like he always, always, always is asking to like jump off roofs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm starting to get to the point where I've jumped off every roof and now I'm bored. And it's like <laughs> even even the craziest of students uh, when it comes to like, hey, can I do this? Like the most daredevils mm-hmm. uh, of students you have are starting to find boredom and stuff. And so how do you take some of these elements that we've talked about of le- about work changing, um, work workspaces, uh, finding rest in the midst of all that? So I'm sure there's a lot of students who are not, as thrilled about spending all day at home with mom or dad or or uh, or guardian. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you think that that affects school and 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 teenagers who are who are trying to get schoolwork done and and that kind of stuff? Right. Well, obviously, I know uh, making the shift from like an in class experience to an online experience is definitely a jump. I remember um, I did high school and most of my undergrad. Uh, in, in class, I did a few online classes in my undergrad, but in my master's, it's been totally online. And um, it's harder because you don't have someone there who's uh, easily accessible to ask questions or who actually acts as like an external motivator to keep you focused on your school. That was always my biggest thing. Want to, yeah. You know, that, that teacher or your, even your peers who are around you who are taking their time to work on their work or whatever. Um, so going to an online experience where you have to be a self-motivator, I know, is a, a big jump. Um, and I think my biggest piece of advice is to just be consistent and make a routine out of it. It's so easy yeah. to enjoy the fact, like, oh, I don't have to get up at 6 to go to school every day. And, you know, I can stay up late. And I think, you know what, like, take advantage of some of that. But really try to be intentional, even if it's just a few hours a day, like, hey, I'm going to work on school from 10 to 12 for two hours straight and I'm really going to put in some some good effort take a break and eat lunch and then maybe work from like one to three um and just being intentional about that and and holding that routine because it's really easy especially now that they've canceled school through the rest of the year we all know we're not going back yeah um I know for seniors that in itself is sort of like a demotivator too you're like okay well what what is this worth like I don't even get like a graduation or senior prom and um are all those fun kind of senior activities are are no longer happening this year I never went to prom so if you're if you're discouraged about that don't worry about it it's not anything special (laughs) I don't know maybe you maybe you disagree I went to senior prom but I also kind of went with like just a group of friends so it wasn't it was a fun time to talk and hang out but it really wasn't anything special but gross and sweaty and nasty don't it's that doesn't minimize the yes no like I know. the totally how joking. cool it is and kind of that the symbolism like this is our last dance as a high schooler absolutely but, um so it's people who who treat it like weddings that you have to watch out for <laughs> hey it's a fun event it's super fun i know i personally love getting dressed up and i had a lot of fun getting ready for yeah prom, but like but reveals and stuff oh like, it's just all fun come on i don't I don't know. I, I know. Fun. I know. We're getting a little off topic. I just. I have a couple nitpicks with prom. I think they can be done a little better. Well, it's fine. You also never went, so you never got to experience it. This. That's okay. That's fair. That's but fair. Anyways, <laughs> all that to say, not to minimize that it sucks that it's uh, that it's not happening this year, but um, just to keep your eyes on the prize that we are weeks away from being done, and to just kind of power through, make a routine, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, really just push through I know yeah. it's it's a huge feeling of like I don't feel like it I know um I was supposed to graduate with my master's at the end of this whole thing and 
Um, my graduation was supposed to be in Europe, and it was going to be this big family vacation, and um, we've had to get refunds for our tickets, and that graduation's been completely canceled for me, and so basically it's just turning in this overly large paper, um, yeah. and it's really no different, and so just just power through, know that you are going to graduate, you are going to get done. For sure. Uh, you will get to move forward, you don't have to go back. Um and just keep powering through until you're done. <laughs> that was an April Fool's prank that I pulled on Macy. I uh, texted her. There was a um, there was a uh, uh, April Fool's link for the Arizona governor uh, who issued a decree that all students involved in this COVID thing would have to um, repeat the grade that they were in. And Macy was like, "Oh no! Oh, that's not gonna happen. That's not not yeah, a thing." Yeah, no, I didn't buy it. <laughs> not. For it was a funny minute. though. It was funny. And you kind of hit on a lot of what I was uh, going ahead and, and talking about with, with some of those graduates and, and feeling those those bits of discouragement and everything yeah. like that. Like, uh, thank you so much for being able to, to talk from that perspective. Because when you say we, it's not just you identifying. Like, you are a graduate here pretty soon. Uh, what, two weeks? Two weeks yeah, now? Yeah, towards the end of the – everything. Again, even all my timelines have gotten shifted and – they had plan like backup plans that have fallen through, and so really it's just kind of like heartbreak after heartbreak. And um, so as you get it, when I kind of feel like all that motivation is just mm-hmm. kind of being pulled out from underneath of yeah. you, um, it's tough because it it's disheartening, and that's totally normal to feel. Yeah, um, it's not bad to feel those things. Just don't let it stop you from uh, yeah. fulfilling your potential and really yeah. uh, finishing strong because yeah. that's that's what matters. And um, you know, as your family, I, I would hope that if you're listening as parents or as leaders, like, do your best even from a distance to make it a big deal. Send text, Zoom call, drive by. I don't know what you got to do, but just make this a big deal, even though it can't be traditional or how yeah. we usually celebrate. Um, put effort forth. Make, you know, if you're with your family and you're at home, like, have a big dinner. Make everyone dress up and, you know, don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just do what we can to really celebrate because it is worth celebrating yeah. and it is worth making a big deal of even if it's not with a graduation yeah. ceremony. And I think for eighth graders who are graduating and going into high school, I know eighth grade graduation is big. Did you have an eighth grade graduation? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had one too. So like eighth graders who are graduating, going into high school, that's massive. Mm-hmm. It's a massive milestone for seniors who are uh, high school seniors who are graduating and going off to college, maybe going into the workforce. I think my encouragement from, from all of this is just knowing that there's more. Mm-hmm. Knowing that whether it's through college or workforce or whether it's high school or whatever, there is more that you can yeah. uh, achieve and there's more down the line, even for college graduates to know, hey, man, when you get out in the real world with, and start to really put your degree or, or areas of study to, to use, like there is more for you, mm-hmm. Macy, like, you know, with you being a master, uh, getting your master's degree, like there's more, get that doctorate, you know, and um She's rolling her eyes. I keep telling her that all the time. I'm like, you're going to get bored here in the next couple of years, and you're going to go out for the doctorate, and it's going to be yeah. great. No, and I hate school. I detest it with every fiber of my being, and um, <laughs> the only reason Which is that crazy because you have, like, what's your GPA? Like, cumulatively, like, what is, like, if you had to take your high school, your college, undergrad, and now, like, what would it be? Probably a 3.9? Something like that, yeah. I uh, yeah, but I hate school. I hate it. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that I'm in, even in school is uh, nothing short of a God-given miracle. And so <laughs> I'm just kind of pushing for you to get a piece of paper with my name on it instead of instead of the one currently. It's fine. 
It's fine. I'm not bitter anymore. Anyway. Major eye roll. <laughs> well, um, I'd like to kind of end um, with, with one more question of um, just how you foresee. Obviously, like I said before, you're one of the hardest workers that I know. Um, and I mean that not saying that because I'm your fiance or because I love you to death or because I'm with you every single day and see it. But but I, I genuinely believe you're one of the hardest workers that I know. And um, we've talked several times, family dinners and, and, and just personally between me and you about how work is going to change, what's going to change coming out of this. How do you foresee uh, work hours, office hours, lobbies, uh, retail, like all of these different areas that, that we see as, as work and job opportunities. How do you foresee those changing on the other end of this? Cause I see a ton, like it's never going to be the same right. ever. Well, obviously there's a lot of potential for different things to change or for different things to even revert a little bit. I know, um, I, I think the way we do business is going to shift. This has really acted um, as like a total reset on society, like everything we know, our our fast paced routines yeah. and our our you know how time just flew by. There wasn't a whole lot of time to adjust or change things. Um, this is really acting as a way to reset everything from our personal lives to the economy to our politics. Everything is kind of on like a reset and it's rebuild true. and. Um, so I think that we're gonna see a lot of things change. I think you're right that a lot of things um, are gonna be different. Like we won't go back to life as we knew it. There will be a new normal, and I don't say that to be like, oh, we're gonna be social distancing forever. But I think that the way that life happens yeah. is gonna change um, just a little bit, and I think we'll see. Um, I think we're gonna see a rise in the importance of family. I think that's one of the biggest things right now is yeah. people like families are being able to hang out and spend time together and I think we're going to see kind of a rise of importance in family. I think that there's potential that businesses that now see, oh, we can really work uh, remotely and we could actually maybe have this space uh, for people to have more time for their family because of the remote access opportunities and so we could see a rise in more remote job opportunities, um, which I think would be really cool Mm -hmm. um, for all the different families that we have. Um, and I also think that there's a lot of innovation that's coming out of this, uh, which is cool. The, the need breeds innovation and um, just the necessity breeds creativity. And I think that is super cool because yeah. really, uh, you know, right now as we're kind of at the apex or hypothetically at the apex of this whole thing and we're hopefully looking at like a downward curve from here, again, fingers crossed. We'll see. As everyone keeps doing their part. Um that really the sky's the limit. Like we don't, because everything has been so shaken, there's really uh, a lot of potential for a lot of new and cool things. And so, um, you know, I think, I think we just get to kind of be along for the ride and see what happens. I think, I think just in the church world, because that's where I am, (laughs) but like even our own schedules, like our work schedules are never going to be the same because of things like online devotionals that we've been doing, online sermon recaps, uh, the engagement that we do. I think all of us uh, in the church world, and if you're not, man, you need to, to do it. I know even uh, even churches, like don't let an, a lack of an online presence prohibit you from doing things. Like um, my mom was, was uh, talking to me about a family friend that we have at a church, really old school church. It's about literally as big as like the the sound booth that we have like it's so tiny and um maybe not a sound booth but but anyway like like 
they none of them are online because they're all like 60 plus Mm -hmm. so they've just been doing mailers Mm -hmm. for every every week mailers that's and that's how they're functioning as a church that's how they're getting stuff done they're doing sunday school lessons and reading plans and it's not through text it's not they're probably making some phone calls but a lot of it is through mail like don't let online uh lack of an online capability especially in church work i I would extend that anywhere don't let that online lack um prohibit you from from changing and 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 becoming more engaged i think that that's what it's doing it's becoming or closer or don't allow the lack of any type of resource period to keep you from letting the creative creativity create a solution yeah 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 Um, that's good i think that sometimes we can get hung up on we don't have this unit or we don't have this money or whatever to 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 make like our grand ideas happen and in seeing like we don't have whatever we stand in our own way of coming up with a creative solution to get there anyways and so good. yeah just keep cre- keep being creative know your audience know your congregation and just continue to um to work and and make it happen and and reach your Reach your congregation. Be connected. Yeah. Uh, we're better together For always. Sure. And even if it's through a mailer on the phone or online, yeah. uh, we're always better together. Well, I know I, I know. I said we're almost finished, and I just have one quick question. When do you think this thing is going to be done? Um, I'm optimistic for the end of May. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, the big date for us is September, and Come on so now. I'm very, very – uh, looking forward to that and just really hoping September that 24th are, to be exact <laughs> just hoping that everything kind of returns to normal by then so that family can visit and absolutely uh, we can get stuff done because obviously with everything shut it's a little hard to plan a wedding and gotta get those plane tickets though and, oh yeah man those plane tickets <laughs> are cheap but optimistically I think uh, uh, I was listening to an expert a uh, couple of days ago and they said what we're seeing right now is a result of our efforts two weeks ago that's good and so uh just as long as i think we keep doing our part and uh doing the whole social social distancing um and uh just you know practicing good hygiene for sure that we'll optimistically be able to sort of kind of return to a semblance of normal Let's i hope. think we're going to be seeing a lot of the precautions and the physical distancing yeah yeah um, standards kind of in place probably for a while, maybe into the into early next year potentially sure. as kind of the fear and the stuff sort of wears off. Um, but optimistically that things would be open and life would be sort of functioning a little more closer to what we know is normal by yeah. the end of May. It would be good. It would be good. Well, thank you so much for, for joining. I know um, you will be on frequently, I'm sure. Uh, if if it's a lack of a guest or whatever, I'm sure you're gonna be on. I'm I'm just kidding. I would never do that. I would only bring you in. You have a lot of diverse like experience and uh, 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 insight that I just absolutely love. These are kind of if you're wondering what a glimpse of like conversations between us are. This is pretty. I mean, it's it's a lot of asking questions and really picking each other's brain. I love that about you, and uh, it's it's really cool. I can't wait for September for sure. And uh, thank you so much for, for joining. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening, uh, you as viewers, man, uh, or listeners. Thank you so much for um, for taking the time out to to listen to our conversation. Hopefully, we were able to uh, talk about some questions or some things that you are uh, going through or, or working through, man. If you would like to continue the discussion, we would love to hear from you on our social media pages. Uh, uh, LP Youth AZ is our is our LifePoint Youth. Um, uh, youth page on Instagram. You can you can DM us there. You can also find us at Life Point Youth on Facebook, and then we also have the Main Church page, 
that you can follow for our Sunday services. It's going to be an incredible time uh, uh, each and every week, man. I'm really looking forward to it, and I've really been uh, excited with with the the response that we've gotten from our online services. Uh, if you would also like to just shoot a question. Uh, or a topic for, for an episode, you can also hit me up at pastorjoshseaton at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you uh, again soon.